the patchwork, each piece of materials on the window and on the floor, they all come from different places, but uh, kind of sew together to make one big comfortable carpet. <laughs> That's kind of the, the st this is what I'm coming with to also with some little patchworks of stories. I'm not a good sewer, so you might have to sew them together yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I drive my bicycle this morning, I saw on the wall <coughs> written on the opposite uh, building, uh, be awake each moment, it never gets old. Mm -hmm. uh, last, uh, this summer, a friend of mine from uh, France, my good friend, Philippe, asked me, could you please uh, welcome my daughter for a couple of weeks? And uh, I happen to be a godfather, but uh, being so far away from her, uh, I don't really, uh, we don't have much contact and we don't really talk much, so let's put it this way, I have been a lousy uh, godfather. <laughs> so I thought to myself, well, this is a perfect occasion to kind of uh, redeem myself, you know. So I kind of was starting to, to worry, I said, you know, she's 17 years old, you know. So having a 17 years old in the summer, you know, coming, say, what am I going to do? You know? And, uh, <clears throat> but really, my friend really helped me because he called me and he said, okay, this, this is what you got to do. You're going to ma make sure she goes to this place, that place, and that place, and make sure she goes see that guys, that ladies, and this, you know, our friends, you know. So I said, no! <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, you know, I said, no, I mean, uh, I wanted to, to meet her first. What do you want? You know? And uh, <clears throat> so she came, and uh, it was a quite a beautiful experience. She uh, and I developed very much, very quickly, a very good relationship, very uh, trustful. You know, um, and then she basically uh, began to talk to me, you know, like uh, after dinners, you know, like uh, she talked to me about her life, you know, and everything else. And also all the things that uh, troubled her, you know, as we became more trustful. And so she was basically bringing it on, you know. And, uh, <coughs> And so I told her, I said, you know, listening to you remind me when I first uh, came myself from France and, you know, came to Toronto, uh, I would meet people and people would be curious about, you know, who are you? you know? So, you know, you tell them, uh, you know, uh, where you come from, you know, you tell them about uh, your, your job, you know, and that kind of things, you know. And then as you get more intimate, Certainly, you know, you would actually go into deeper stuff, you know. This is really the kind of thing that happened to you, that kind of thing. So, 
the trouble you have with your father, you know, with uh, your parents, your teachers, with everything, you know, like this. And I caught myself repeating the same story over and over, to the point where, really, I started to believe that story. I mean, I, I begin to identify with that story. To the point where, basically, uh, I thought, this is me. But I realized that uh, this is me was becoming a bit uh, of an obstacle, you know. I was just like, basically, uh, missing out. I was basically becoming a hoarder. As, uh, you know, we are good hoarders. We just basically collect all kinds of things, you know, like, uh, you know, our like and dislike, uh, our uh, conditioning and everything else, uh, to the point where suddenly we keep, and we keep adding to it all the time. We have an opinion for everything and everything else, to the point where basically, you know, we get so much we can't move anymore. We're just basically totally paralyzed by then, you know, and it becomes very difficult to really fully uh, experience each moment without bringing all those, you know, uh, uh, component, yeah. So, <clears throat> how do we do? What do we do? Yesterday, I met uh, a friend of mine. I was just coming back from shopping, and she was passing by my house. And so we started to chat, and I asked her, why don't you come over for a cup of tea? And so we, we talk. And uh, then suddenly the conversation went into uh, basically, you know, uh, I was describing to her actually an experience that I had with, that, uh, with my goddaughter, in which, like, uh, she was so, uh, what would I call it, uh, uh, she was really relaxed, you know, when she, that summer. So we would be like uh, on the balcony and uh, my balcony, there's like trees all around it, and so we looked at the branch, you know, basically moving, listening to the sound of the bird and the cicadas and everything else. And everything seemed to be very complete. There was really nothing missing. And uh, to the point where you feel like suddenly you dissolve entirely, you know, into the landscape. Suddenly you just basically uh, evaporate in some ways and just become those moments. <coughs> And just to be enjoy that and share that with somebody was quite beautiful. And she told me, she said, oh, you know, me, I'm very different. And I said, how so? She said, when I experience moments like this, automatically, I ask myself, I say, am I missing something? Is there more? Is there any more at all? Is there more I can get? You know. And uh, so, in a way, always constantly, even in the midst of the most full moment, always living like if something is missing, something with the desire of wanting more, you know, constantly. It was a hard thing, you know. You might, you know, you might listen to some bad news that upsets at you, but thinking of like my friend, you know, being constantly in the, this uh, state of mind, I felt really, uh, you know, uh, it kind of troubled me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? 
And um, so, and you know, we live in the world, I mean, like most of the world, uh, uh, people live actually a much more uh, quiet and slow pace. You know, they, life is probably a bit more simple, but the life we live uh, here in our society is always constantly grab, trying to grab our attention to really give us more and say, yes, you can have it all. And once you have it all, you can have even more. You know, constantly, constantly. So we can't really be too surprised you know, by this type of behavior in some ways. And knowing her, it has actually leaked also into relationship. She has been looking always for the perfect relationships. But every time she finds someone, she always thinks there can be someone even better. So she goes seeking someone else. <laughs> you know. This is really, <laughs> this is a, this is a hard <laughs> way to live, you know, I would say. So, how do we do? What do we do? You know, it's like a, you know, I'm remind that story. I mean, uh, this image of like I was told that in order to grab a monkey, to catch a monkey, you actually, uh, <coughs> you know, you take a box, you put a string to the box, and uh, you make a hole enough for the hand of the monkey to go in. And then you put a banana inside the box. And so the, the monkey smells the banana, looks at it, and then <laughs> goes in and grabs it. You know, at that point, that's all you have to do. Then you pull the string and the monkey comes. Because he, he has the banana, but he doesn't want to let it go. <laughs> you know what I mean? My banana. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and I tell you, I mean, if you look closely, you know, uh, there's not a day that goes by without us, without us you know, walking around with our banana. <laughs> or many bananas. You know, we have a lot of those. You know. No matter how smart or enlightened we, think, we may think we are, but, you know, repeatedly, whatever that is. You know, an idea we don't want to let go. I don't know, all kinds of things. It could be in relationships, it could be I mean, at work, it could be things we process or anything like that. You name it, it's endless. You know, how many bananas do you have? You know. So, be awake each moment. During one of my trips in South Korea with my teacher, Samu Sunim, uh, <clears throat> the trips were very uh, demanding, both uh, physically and mentally. You know. uh, we'd be up like uh, 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock, and uh, do, you know, fairly you know, intense practices and things like that. And uh, <clears throat> I always loved traveling with him alone because I had a, a full-scale teacher Right there, going after me, 24 <laughs> hours a day, you know. So, needless to say, you know, uh, I had my bag of banana with me, constantly, <laughs> and he was like, always, you know, like, let go! <laughs> <laughs> and so, and we, 
we definitely, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's true because I always thought I was his donkey because I was always, I think he, he liked me around because I could carry a lot of bags, you know, I was like, that's right. <laughs> but I was not only, I was carrying those bags, but I was carrying also, of course, all my bananas, of course. So, one day we actually um, arrived at a temple at the bottom of a beautiful mountain called Surak, Surak Mountain. And the temple is Suraksa. Sa means temple. And uh, <coughs> very early on, just before the sun sunrise, we start on to really, we take a path in order to climb this mountain, which would take us the entire day to, to go. It was a kind of a, a beautiful, stunning place. Most of the time we would travel in the fall. So the colors were just grand, wonderful birds I have never seen before, and a big blue sky. But that morning, I was so full of bananas. I was like really, you know, irritated, angry, and everything else. I had like a lots of, <laughs> of baggage. <laughs> and I was, of course, I was always walking behind him, and he was leading the way. Often, before you go to a temple, there are what we call sub-temple, smaller temple. And uh, <coughs> there is usually a sign, a wood-carved sign, with, in calligraphy, the name of that particular temple. So, and it happens that uh, in the past we passed one. And I looked at it and I said, Sunim, what does it mean? And Yanni uh, said, the hero that does not turn back. And on listening to this, I, my, my entire banana bag dropped, mm. going straight, not turning back, just here and now, be awake each moment. <sighs> you know, it never gets hold. It has this power to awaken to that realization that here and now, everything, we have it all. We have it all. If so, we go straight, like a hero, not turning back. Each and every moment, just this. It seems to be so simple because it's also contradictory in the way that in order to have it all, <coughs> we have to let it go all. To all let it go. Hmm? I had a few moments like this with my teacher. <laughs> But sometimes you need to really push yourself to those places, you know, like this. It's that those very critical moments when you feel so possessed by your desire or whatsoever that suddenly, you know, you do, you know, take the time to stop, breathe. Just like I said earlier, just simple gesture. Be aware of the tension of the body, of the breath and then concentrate your mind on this very moment only. 
it has tremendous power. First one, to really make you aware of the banana you're holding <laughs> at that moment. You know. And also being aware that you actually have the tools in order to deal with it. And that's what the smile behind me is all about. Yeah. So there's not really much great effort to be done or to perform. It's just showing up. Yeah. Woody Allen was saying 90% of life is showing up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So why not smile while doing so you know, as well? You know? <laughs> so, you know? <coughs> this uh, summer, uh, a couple of uh, person that come and sit with me, uh, they say, hey, let's go. Let's go and let's have a little retreat like that, you know, like that. They say, the people that come, but those two, you know, like, they, they should, you know, they've been showing up for over 10 years. So they say, okay, let's do this. And one of them said, oh, I have an island. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I said, uh, well, that's enough for us. <laughs> Let's go. And it was so sweet because uh, I really, <laughs> I had no idea right on to the morning where that island was. We just brought caution mm -hmm. by just enough food on the way, you know, and took off. So he took us to Paris Sound. And there <coughs> he had a boat. That <laughs> was nice. So my other friend and I, we were just like behind the boat with a smile up to our ears and say, so far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's pretty good. And uh, off we go, and for a good half an hour, we go to the most beautiful landscape of like endless islands. And even very proud of this boat, like, you know. That was, was awesome. And then we arrived to the cutest little island. I mean, that island must be no bigger than probably twice the size of the building, that's it, you know. But in it, it has this little forest, you know, and it, one of the sides just shows the entire wide open lake, you know. And it is, even has two sandy beach, two little sandy beach. You like that? So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sandy beach, that's on your toes. Better than sleepy rocks. You know, slippery rocks. So. Sleepy rocks, too, sometimes. <laughs> anyway, the, um, it was so beautiful. Uh, the, um, we had literally three days of still weather. So at night, the stars would reflect onto the water. It was just gorgeous, like so perfect. And um, we sit up, we, first thing we did is just basically clean up his place. It's a very rough 
cabane, you know, and uh, it all smells like pine, you know, like a, <coughs> and a lot of uh, spider webs, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, uh, but we couldn't even hear any waves because our sitting place was right by the water. And every so often you clop, 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 and that's about all we had, you know. And, uh, and so I, in the morning I would wake up earlier in order to, uh, uh, to, to do a little pers personal practice. So I'd be up. <coughs> and, uh, and I remember one morning I woke up and I was filled with uneasiness for some reason. You know, I was feeling really, uh, I would say, kind of a under the weather type of thing. And I went outside and I felt how strange feeling this way in the midst of such a beautiful thing. The stars on the water and in the skies and you could see so many of them. Incredible. Like you have, you felt like almost you could touch them. And so, <clears throat> and there was a little bit of uh, fog, gentle, very, very gentle fog. And so I just, I always remind myself, you know, here and now, just this, you know, and just focus on my breathing and just accepting myself fully this very moment. And I just stay there for a while, just like the fog. And both, all of that, those feelings, those uh, feeling of uneasiness, and uh, somehow dissipated very much, like the fog. And uh, <laughs> it sounds like almost like a Walt Disney movie, you know, the kind of things you see like in bad movies, you know, like a, the perfect picture. But it was just happening like this, and uh, it was very touching. I was very moved by just, uh, you know the sunrise and, you know, the fog dissipates and uh, you bring your own sunshine by making your choices. The choice not to recognize what is it, but also to let it go. Accept it and let it let go, you know. So, as simple as it may sound, this is the best thing we have because, truly, we have it all. Okay? So, that's all really I came to see about. Just a little few stories and whatsoever. But that's uh, something to keep you sewing, you know. Mm. Bring your own stories. Make, you know, be aware of your own stories and stories of others. You know, accepting yourself is also accepting others. You know, if, uh, compassion for oneself is compassion to others, then it becomes a, you know, kind of a much better this way. Yeah. That's it, folks. <laughs> <laughs>